have a CD player. I didn't have, you know, there were no MP3 players or anything like that at that time. Hello, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Dakwa Peters, and this is Music and Nostalgia. I created this podcast a little while ago because I was looking for a way to express some of my experiences and some of my love for music. And I found that one of the connectors that we have across all cultures, all relationships, all age groups, oftentimes, you know, there's other areas, but oftentimes music plays a, an important role. I can think of many times that I've been in many situations where there were no real relatable conversations or nothing on the surface made us feel like we had anything in common, but song would come on or something would come in the subject line of music and it could tie us together in a way that we could all feel like, all right, I know you, you know me, like, why? Okay, I feel that. And so that's why I started on the idea. There were other elements that had me thinking of why I would like to create a podcast. For one, I just wanted to find a space to create something where I had um, creative liberties, where I could hone the subject and hone the idea to fit my desired perspective on the world many perspectives out there and i just wanted to use music and nostalgia to be a way to find how many ways we are similar when we're so often thinking of how many ways we're different so this came about um i'll tell you a little bit about myself so i can help you see the perspective that i'm having here um i was born in los angeles but when i was very young at the age of i probably before I was two, my parents decided to move back to Nigeria, which is where we're from. I know some of you just heard me say Dapo because you're used to me saying Dapo, right? But I had to change it just to make it easier for the world around here in the United States. Well, anyway, to my story. Um, I, When I was in Nigeria, I grew up there until I was in my early teens. But just before I moved to the States, I went to a school in the northern part of Nigeria in a, in a city called Jos, one of the most beautiful places I've ever lived. And I got a chance to go to school with kids from all over the world. I had the opportunity of being exposed to people from Lebanon and, and from uh, South Korea, Australia, Austria, you name it, Poland. The United States, Canada. I got to go to school with kids from all over the world. And there was some great things about that. It exposed me to so many different cultures. It opened my eyes to different ways of different ways of living and perspectives on living and, and lifestyle choices and things like that. Now, one of the things that it also did was shifted me away from being so immersed in my Nigerian Yoruba culture. So I didn't get so intertwined in it that I was uh, I was 100% aware of my culture. I didn't get that chance because I had the chance to be exposed to so many other cultures, so many other people from around the world, so many cuisines, so many uh, dances and clothing and all of those things. And I was really excited about that. I, I take nothing away from that, but pleasure and growth. I got to see the world in a perspective that I probably wouldn't have if I was just set in my own little cubicle of life as a Yoruba man in, or a Yoruba boy 
at the time in Nigeria, but I had the opportunity to see the world from the perspective of all my friends by the food that they brought and things like that. Uh, and, and I was really excited about that because I got to learn about people and where uh, their perspective comes from, why they see the world the way they do. Uh, well, in my early teens, I was probably about 14 on my way to 15. Um, uh, my parents and, and a family friend, uh, they, they, they both decided that, you know what, it's high time, we're just gonna move the kids. And so they decided, in, I, we heard of it, very end of November and it came into reality the very beginning of December so I mean it was a quick turnaround like we probably had a week as kids to to know that they had made a decision that we were going to be moving uh so we got to say our goodbyes had our final uh in the end of semester uh party and things like that so that we could pack up our things head to Lagos and immediately fly out to the United States it was a bit of a shock because I, you know, there was that feeling of leaving the ones that I knew, the friends that I, I had spent quite a few years living with and growing with and experiencing my early teen lives, like teen years with. And I was thinking, man, like, I don't want to leave the beauty of this experience where we got to have Christmas uh, uh, carol and we had, to, we got a chance to, to do plays and and performances on campus and I knew the space, I knew the people, I was now comfortable with the variety that I had experienced in that space. And when when I told people that we were moving to the States, you know, there's always in whatever space we're in, the doubters, the negative, the, uh, the, the people that don't have necessarily something nice to say. Uh, and a lot of those happened and it was interesting because it was like oh be careful out there you know you know we don't know who you come across and all the babbling and yapping and yapping and i got nervous because i really was comfortable where i was and i know you can relate because we all uh form a comfort zone and we tend to want to stay within that those confines and that was where i was at the time but when we moved to the united states i thought immediately it's time to uh, explore the new world. We were going in December. We were traveling in December to the United States. I moved to Decatur, Georgia at the time. And I was excited about the idea of being back in the States because I'd always visited, always spent time here in the States, but I'd never had a chance to just come here to be able to, uh, to live uh, since I was a kid. And so when I got to, to, uh, to Decatur, I was living, I was gonna be staying with my uncle and our family friend. We, we, we were all gonna camp out at his house until they found their place and they could move into their own place. And so I was like, oh, bet. I get to hang at least with some familiar faces uh, for a little while into the holiday season and get to really uh, experience that with them. Well, uh, came one of my experiences to enjoy Atlanta. And what did it, what did it mean? It mean it meant, you know, listening to the radio because I didn't have a CD player. I didn't have, you know, there were no MP3 players or anything like that at that time. So I was like, bet, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, listen to some of the, uh, the music on the radio because everybody was jamming to this one station 
all the time. And so that became my anchor for finding out what music was like in Atlanta, Georgia. So it comes on and of course it's a holiday season. So I'm expecting to hear some of my all time favorites, you know, you know, we wish you a Merry Christmas, you know, all of the poppy sounding, happy sounding Christmas music or jingle bells, jingle. I know y'all are singing along with me right now because you know it's real. Um, and then I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, all of that. You know, I was expecting that. And of course, my, one of my all-time favorites, Silent Night. And I mean, Silent Night, like, you know, the one you hear carol singers, carolers singing, but I'm talking about the real Silent Night. Y'all know, Motown lovers, Temptation lovers, you know what I'm talking about, right? That um, Silent Night. And I was so excited. I was like, oh man, I'm about to be jamming out. Well, the radio comes on and I'm hearing music playing and eventually I hear something that's starting to sound familiar, different tempo, different pace. I'm excited. And it's it's these these bells rattling. Ching, 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 ching. And I'm thinking, ooh, I think I know what this is. They probably sped it up. So I'm like, I bet I'm ready. It's one of my favorites. It's uh 12 days of Christmas, right? Everybody knows what it is, right? I, I, to this day, I do not know what all 12 days are. I just never learned that that wasn't important to me. The only, only ones that were important were like the fifth day of Christmas. Um, everybody knows on the fifth day of Christmas, you got five gold rings. And on the first, uh, on the first day of Christmas, it was a partridge in a port and partridge and something tree, whatever it was, you, you guys know what it is. I told you, I never learned the words. Well, I listen to the radio and the first thing I hear is ching, 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 like three seconds in and it's like, hey, player, what you gonna get her for Christmas? What you gonna get that girl? I was like, wait, what? What is what is going on here? Um, and then, and of course, you know, with the sound of Christmas, what I grew up to, everything was, you know, you've paid homage and reverence to Santa, you know, like Santa was that, that dude, you didn't want to upset him because you didn't want to get a cold or anything so you know and these guys are here talking about like look here santa this the deal i was like this the deal who are you like and, and what do you expect to get from santa talking to him like that so i was completely thrown off and remember i told you that you know the the fifth day of christmas is one that i always remember is like five, five well there's they had two versions is that five fresh gold chains or what was the, uh, what's the other one? Five months free rent. And I was like, yo, like, what are we talking about here? I was exposed to something that was like completely outside of the norm for me. So outside of my sphere of understanding and appreciation. I mean, and they were talking about on the first day of Christmas uh, that they wanted a Cadillac to put it all in. Now, futuring out like now, I appreciate it because of the creativity and understanding more of what the experiences were like for these guys and uh, the artists that did the song, uh, 69 Boys. Uh, I was not expecting that. From the, the the American selection of music of modern day at the time in 95 that I was exposed to, it was obvious, the obvious uh, notable ones like Biggie versus uh, Tupac and, and, and like Nas and some of those guys. So I was, I had minimal exposure. 
again, I told you I went to a very mixed international school. So if I didn't have a personal connection, somebody that was bringing in some of that that stuff, that new selection of music, I wasn't getting it. And I definitely wasn't getting anything from the South. I mean, like, not at all. If I was getting anything, it was from the West Coast and from New York and all of that area. Like, I never heard any Southern music. I hadn't heard of so what one of my favorite groups to this day, Outkast, like the Goats. Uh, you know, I'd never heard of the style of hip hop. So it was a complete shock to my system because, you know, you come from jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way to, hey, player, what you gonna get her for Christmas, right? I, I was like, I was, I was, I was confused. Like, as a Nigerian boy, I was like, what happened? Like, witsing. Like, I was not sure how to turn and look at this thing and appreciate it. But the beauty of it was, it was my first Christmas in the States. I was still excited. I was curious. I was confused. I remember hearing that in the, the first time I was in the car, in the backseat. We were on our way to the grocery store. I think it was Kmart because, you know, Kmart was hopping at that point. And I was thinking, yo, like, the, this is a joke, right? I was thinking it was like one of those Weird Al songs where somebody was just making a goofy version of the 12. And then I realized it was not. That was a real deal song like it was legit on the radio every day every couple of hours because you know the radio they gonna they gonna play the heavens out of a song and they did and next thing you know i'm over here bopping and moving to the song because i'm like realizing that okay this is not going anywhere so i might as well learn a little bit about what i'm being exposed to um it's not necessarily one of my favorite christmas songs but i'll tell you what it's something I appreciate and I enjoy now because every single time that I hear the song, every time that it plays, it takes me right back to that first experience of hearing the song and being exposed to uh, the, that, that was my initiation to the exposure to Southern music, uh, to the Southern culture of the United States. And of course, being in, in the Atlanta, Georgia area, it was like, oh man, you know, this is one of the hubs for for culture even back then and i was just so excited to experience something new to be exposed to something different to to learn uh what music and and culture was like out here um after i you know i had to get past my shock and learn to adjust and learn to expand my comfort zone and start to appreciate a new scope a new style of music it took a little while um, and even to this day, there's still songs from back then that I'm just now getting a better understanding of because of the time I've spent here. But you think about it, it's been 20 something years, but every time that song comes on, yeah, I mean, it takes me right back to the moment. I mean, I can remember feeling cold at a level I hadn't felt it before. Cause I, again, came from Nigeria where uh, 80 degrees was the norm year round you know so i was i was blown i was shocked i was like yo dude like i don't know how i'm going to be able to function in this space but it was things like that the music that i got to hear and, and the people that i got to hear relating to the songs that i had no exposure to prior to that that started to open my eyes open my heart and build my my uh, ability to to live in whatever space 
I'm in and find the beauty in where I am and with whom I'm hanging out with or around. And that's the magic and the beauty of uh, what music can do for us. It can pull us out of our funk. It can pull us out of the dark spot. It can pull us out of confusion and bring us into a new space, a space that help us appreciate the beauty of who we are, appreciate the beauty of where we are and appreciate the beauty of how times change and things evolve. So if you're ever wondering like, yo, how can I look at music and find a connector and an, an inspiration? Just find it in every simple, simple song that you know. It could be as simple as the 69 boys singing the, the 12 ghetto days of Christmas that can take you to a place that you hadn't realized you'd been before or that it a place that will elevate your spirit, lift you up and, and even, you know, confuse you a bit because now you're thinking, how did I get here? How did I get exposed to this story? How did I learn this type of experience? Well, the beauty of it is that there is so many songs, not every single song ties to a memory, not every single song ties to a past, not every single song ties us to an experience. But a lot of times, Songs that don't even relate to a particular situation can tie you to a memory because all of a sudden there's a note in there that pulls something out of you. It, it, it ties you to an experience. I heard it said in a, in a, in a, in a book that I'm reading that uh, if you write music or if you hear music, if you get music that is so good that it catches people's hearts, it will stay and live forever. And that's where the nostalgia comes in because it pulls you to a place that you hadn't realized you wanted to be in. So you can lift yourself out of whatever space it is or even continue to elevate yourself in whatever moment it is. Now, I, I do understand that there are also painful memories that, that songs can anchor to, but a lot of times we can always find the beauty in those memories as well. Not necessarily all the time, but we can have the opportunity to create the beauty out of the ashes, as I've heard it said many times. So that's the beauty of what uh, the 69 boys and 12 ghetto days of Christmas means to me. That was my first Christmas in the United States, uh, living in Atlanta, in Decatur, Georgia. Let me get it right. Decatur, where's greater? Don't be no hater. I think that's the same. If it's not, it is today. Um, for those of you from Georgia, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm pretty right on this one right here. Uh, but anyway, so that's my experience with that uh, time period. And I hope that this story ties into some of your experiences, not necessarily the exact same thing, not the same song, not the same experience, but the similarities of stepping out of your comfort zone, stepping into a space that you weren't familiar with, and now having to connect to something that you weren't. Uh, fully aware of getting to connect should I say because it's a privilege it's an honor it's a good fortune when we get to experience something new in a, in a time and space that we weren't necessarily prepared for so that's what you'll be coming here to this podcast every week to learn about to hear about hopefully you get some stories that'll make you laugh that'll make you 
cry, that lift your spirits and give you a different perspective on life. Because that's what we're here for, right? We're here to learn, to ever, to ever evolve, to ever grow, to continue to be better than we were the day before. And the way we do it is by learning from others. And I hope I get to learn from as much from you as you will from me. Uh, there'll be episodes coming out every single week where you get to hear some of my stories. But I'm also excited because I'm going to bring on some friends. I'm going to have some uh, some guests on here that will share their stories, share their experiences, give you a chance to really feel that as different as we think we are, deep down on the inside, there are so many things that align us and give us similarities in the stories that we share. So I'm looking forward to you as, as my friends on here on this podcast to learn more about me but more importantly, to learn more about yourself. Because once you learn about yourselves, when we learn about ourselves, should I say, we become a better version of ourselves because we can now take lessons from our errors and we can take jewels from our lessons. So that's what I'm hoping for every single person that joins me on this podcast. So just come on to the next episode of Music and Nostalgia and get your fill. Something that'll put a smile on your face, that'll lift your spirit. And just know that you can always subscribe to my my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher. Look, you name it. We all over the place. We everywhere. It's going down. And for those of you that want to cap- catch a visual, you can join me on YouTube. Come see how I'm smiling and gleaming from ear to ear right now because I'm loving this experience. This is new for me. And I know for you, it will be a new experience as well. Looking forward to seeing you share your responses. Please let me know if you if if there's anything in the story that ties to you, that anchors to you, that help has you thinking that, yeah, I've been there. I know what that is like. Uh, I can't wait to hear your stories because we all have stories and it doesn't seem like a big deal until somebody else hears it and they realize that you've been through something as similar as them and something that really touches their heart. So music and nostalgia will be here every week. Stay plugged in, keep smiling, feel good, and let's pull up some good old memories. Have a good time, guys. Thanks for joining me.